0: Herzlich willkommen zum Resonanz-Podcast von Deloitte. Als wir am Jahresbericht gearbeitet haben, wurde uns schnell klar, dass es in Wirtschaft und Gesellschaft notwendig ist, aktiv den Austausch zu suchen. Weil unsere Welt komplexer und schnelllebiger wird. Wir müssen zuhören, hinterfragen, nach- und vordenken und vor allem miteinander sprechen. Kurz, es braucht Dialog und Resonanz. In diesem Podcast geht es genau darum. In der ersten Staffel steht das Thema künstliche Intelligenz im Mittelpunkt. Wir haben mit Experten, Machern und Meinungsbildnern gesprochen. Wenn Sprachassistenten in unseren Alltag einziehen, was verändert sich für uns im Jahr 2030? Wie schaffen KI-Modelle Freiraum für den Menschen? Und warum demokratisiert AI as a Service die Technologie? Wie verbessert digitale Bildung die Integrationschancen von Migranten? Und... Wie wandelt sich unternehmerische Verantwortung, wenn digitale Produkte immer mehr Zugriff auf unser Leben erhalten? Wir wünschen viel Spaß beim Zuhören! Digitale Nomaden auf neuen Wegen Mangel an digitalen Fachkräften? Fehlende Jobperspektiven für Migranten? Die Berliner Redi School, das steht übrigens für Ready for Digital Integration, hat für zwei gesellschaftliche Fragen eine Lösung. Hier erwerben Geflüchtete IT-Kenntnisse und lernen Programmiersprachen. Sie eignen sich damit genau die digitalen Kompetenzen an, die es braucht. Unterrichtet werden sie von IT-Experten aus Berliner Unternehmen, die ihr Know-how weitergeben und helfen, neue Chancen zu eröffnen. Eine Reihe von Firmen steht dem gemeinnützigen Projekt zur Seite. Auch die Lloyd bringt sich ein, sei es bei der Zertifizierung als offizieller Bildungsträger, der Weiterentwicklung der Ready App oder den HR-Summits. Die Bilanz der Redi-School kann sich sehen lassen. Mehr als die Hälfte der Absolventen wechselt nach ihrer sechsmonatigen Ausbildung in ein bezahltes Praktikum, ein Studium oder einen Vollzeitjob. 260 Lehrer und Mentoren unterrichten ehrenamtlich an der Schule in Berlin-Mitte. Mehr als 1.800 Studierende aus 43 Nationen haben inzwischen einen der viermonatigen Kurse dort abgeschlossen. Mit vier von ihnen haben wir gesprochen. Hadia Nabil Mohamed ist Software Ingenieurin und Data Scientist bei Deloitte. Seit November 2018 unterrichtet sie an der Berliner redi School. I joined actually at the end of
1: 2018, like November 2018, uh, as a Java instructor. It's one of the uh, programming language and this semester I'm teaching data analytics. So the semester is around three months, um, but we do all the planning and so on. We meet as teachers more often to plan the materials and the courses and the homeworks also, and then we try to like teach as much as we can in the uh, two hours course, and then we give them homework so they can also practice on their own, and we. Um, have also the time in the weekends or something to check how did they do in the homeworks. So most of them are software engineers, data scientists, consultants. um, And most of them, they have experience like minimum two or three years in the market. So they really bring what they have in the market to the students. Because most of the time when we interview people that they are just learning on their own, they don't know what we really need. But when you're, you're getting your uh, uh, lessons from someone in the market, so you get the most um, current uh, programming languages or um, practices that we need every day. Um, and most of them, they really try to teach the students as much as they can how to pass interviews, how to also like... We try to coach them in their career path as much as we can. So actually, school also offers um, teaching sessions to help us start with teaching because it was my first experience um, as a teacher. So I was working also in the university as a teaching assistant, but not running uh, the class by myself. So this was kind of new to me and this um, info sessions and helping with tips for teaching in ready school helped me a lot to start Mm -hmm. Um, and actually it was kind of learning by doing also so every time i ask the students for feedback so i can make it better next time Mm -hmm. at the end of the day teachers and the students they're kind of the same age Uh, and at the end of the day they're kind of friends sharing knowledge so, it's not like the typical school. It's kind of fun way to learn.
0: Firas Sakhri, Englischlehrer aus Aleppo, kam 2015 nach Deutschland. Nach seinem Abschluss an der Redi-School absolviert er eine Umschulung zum Fachinformatiker.
2: Actually, I was in uh, process of my life trying to figure out what should I do next. Uh, since I moved here to Berlin, um, I was into between stages trying to figure out what to do uh, I uh, I couldn't work uh, here as a teacher because the um, uh, teaching laws here in Germany is different from Syria you have to teach two subjects and you have to uh, gain a certain uh, standard of German language and then uh, it's a bit complicated and I try to figure out what else can I do here I went into um, uh, lots of stages, for example, I did an internship in a German restaurant as a, as a chef, I wanted to do also another volunteering um, project, but at the end, I thought to myself, uh, I, I heard about Red School from through one of my friends, and he um, uh, he told me that it's a great school, it's offering you um, free programming courses, so if you're up to to it, you can go and try. It was quite challenging at the beginning, but after a while I got used to it and then I thought to myself, yes, this is what I want to do. In my class, it was um, Java Intermediate. I think half of us were Syrian refugees and the other half were coming from different, countries. some of them are coming from uh, Iran, from Turkey, um, uh, from Russia, from Italy. So we were like from different backgrounds. The first month was uh, really, really difficult for me. I know we we were getting uh, uh, four hours per week with a course like two days for two hours. But the idea is most of my colleagues in the class were attending um, uh, technological universities or they are already uh, uh, enrolled in an IT study outside either some of them have finished it studying in Syria and they're coming here to uh, get more updated so for me at the beginning it was really really difficult but once i got through through it and with the help of our amazing uh, instructors uh, they uh, helped us trying to uh, break the barrier that was um, in in our way and the good thing is um, they are uh, giving us life examples uh of uh, the programming they were uh, assigning uh, us with uh, homework lots of time uh hadir have uh, showed us her uh, interview questions that she had to go through during the uh, companies which is giving us like a practical experience it's not just learning how to write a code or how to execute a code it's also what we are uh, um, uh, expecting in the real life and thanks to them and to the effort of the school, that uh, they showed us uh, the right path to go through. There are lots of things in the internet you can look for, and you can watch uh, learning uh, t- uh, videos, tutorials, and everything. But when it comes to the real um, learning and real interacting, you know, uh, ready school was the best start f- uh, for me. For what I get by the end of these uh, two semesters, that. I know exactly what I want to do. In three years, I will be doing Java programming or C sharp back end programming in one of the big companies, I think. (laughs) But I am focusing on back end programming.
0: Die Telekommunikationsingenieurin Rita Butmann kam vor zweieinhalb Jahren als Schülerin an die Redi School. Und leitet heute Selbstkurse für Frauen und Kinder.
3: So, I started since two years teaching the women program in cybersecurity class for one year, and then since one year I start also teaching computer classes, computer basic classes also for the women, and teaching also now the basic programming for kids, basic concepts of programming for kids. But, you know, I felt also because especially women from Arabic countries or also from Afghanistan or from Iran or also from Africa, they are so much like men dominated. So they wanted to feel like safe and free and independent from, from their men. So I, I love the idea that they started the women program. And I felt that this is the chance to empower the women because basically that's one of, one of the reasons that I love my country, that... I want the women to be more self-confident, uh, independent, and to really give them the um, like the push that they can do it. And to really start start to really like just to disattach from everything behind. And um, and I had and this opportunity made me like in contact with this uh, female community from uh, from the newcomers. Actually, they were not only Arabs, they were also from Africa and Afghanistan. But I always felt that my job is to keep pushing them to show them that they can, and to uh, and actually sometimes yeah I've, I was frustrated from the women who is repeating the same, the same scenario. They have not changed, but also I was so happy and so like um, proud of the girl, the woman that I've seen that they really wanted to change. And I was and I felt okay. That's why I want to do it. And so I, I started in the IOT a class that was uh, supported by Cisco and um, Microsoft and SAP. And then they had an opening uh, for practicum, for internship. And then I was offered to do this. And then through this internship also, like suddenly pop up um, that there is also an opening and they offer me this uh, full time now job that I'm fulfilling. Now I'm working as a customer support engineer for a voice over IP uh, system and I support our customers in um, the configuration, in all the errors that they face during uh, using this software. I would say also it's about a little bit, get rid of the, like, the ideas that you already have in mind and also think like re um, rebuild the, your visions, like make space for like the new things to come in. So um, this is also very important because um, Most people have their own image and their own skills and they think, "Okay, I already have a job this like and that's what got many people frustrated at the beginning. So it's always that you need to adapt and you need to see, "Okay, what's the gap and how can I um, adapt my skills to fit into this new situation and start to connect to people that can empower and uh, like uh, grow that part that you want to grow. In it's also about like focus in one direction and put all your an emphasis or put all your power in it from people, from your time, from networking, just put it all in one direction, one, one point of focus. I convinced myself that I'm starting from zero and that actually what give me the space to have now a bigger chance if you look at yourself as a victim it will be a hard but it's also it's when it's choice for you it's very rewarding it's very empowering that you are in a position where um you were quite successful and then you said okay this is not what i want to do i want change i wanna i wanna be independent i wanna do the extra mile and then even no matter how situation you went in, you went into you will go through it you say okay this is the price and as long as i'm doing it like meine um, this is my choice this is the freedom of choice you will feel very empowered
0: Flaco Zacharias, web Webdesigner und UX Experte aus Argentinien gehört zu den erfahrensten Lehrkräften der Redi School
4: Am teaching HTML Introduction to HTML and, and CSS this is an intro class uh, people that comes here doesn't have any programming skills People come and discover what it is programming, what is the web, how to look at the website, uh, recognize the different parts and elements and, and start uh, hopefully a career from, from there. The, the time to, um, for a, a refugee to get um, a job usually it's on average is seven years since they arrive until they get a job. That's uh, an official statistic. So, to know that and, and to see that uh, people here after a year, one or two courses, depending on where they start, uh, they already get a job it's, or go to the university is great. The goal is to, to help students uh, find jobs, and they're doing that. They're uh, contacting uh, big companies, they take in students to the companies, they bring uh, people from the different companies here, they do workshops. There's a lot of movement. Um, that it's not just uh, the, the teachers and the students, but uh, there's a lot of networking behind and that's, that's rewarding. And you see that you're part of something big. So um, for me, it's, uh, it's not a burden. It's usually uh, last year, for example, I was um, working, working a lot. Super busy, and it's like oh, I have to to go teach. But the first minute I was in school, it was totally renewed. and it's long days because we teach from seven until nine p.m. You want to go home, but you stay there talking, and like you go half hour after the class finished. Yeah, so it's um, it's really uh, a nice uh, nice feeling, and and it's very good uh, group. Yeah. We go out for dinner like. Uh, I did the last week with, uh, with two of them. Um, I see them also here teaching, um, at, at the school. So yeah, or they contact me later, uh, if they have questions, uh, or if I know they're looking for a job and if I know someone, so yeah, we're there's this big sense of community here. And I think it's, it's really important. It's not just teaching, but it's a community and, It's not just with me, with every every teacher, I see it's, it's the same.
0: Danke, dass Sie dabei waren. Wir hoffen, diese Folge von Resonance hat Ihnen genauso viel Gesprächsstoff und Anregungen gegeben wie uns. Melden Sie sich gerne und lassen Sie uns Ihre Gedanken wissen. Bis zum nächsten Mal.